Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I am your host, Rachel Gilbert, a therapist on a mission to bridge the gap between faith and mental health. Today, you are listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Be sure you tune in on Wednesdays for special guest interviews. These episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your therapist. In case you missed it, I released a quiz called What's Your Body Trying to Tell You? It will take less than two minutes to complete, and you can go to rachelgilbert.com forward slash quiz to take it, and you'll receive your results plus a PDF with some helpful resources. Well, my book, Image Restored, was released in March, and we are in a Restored series here on the podcast. And this is because when I finished writing the book, God showed me each of the chapter's themes applies to so much more than body image. And while, of course, this series can address body image struggles, I am sharing how you can apply it to any area of your life. You don't need a copy of Imager Store to follow along in this series, but of course, I recommend it. So far in the series, we've covered several topics. Here are a few of them. Truth, temple, union, hope, family, heart, mind, and emotions. If you missed any of those, please go back and tune in. This week, our theme is Behaviors Restored, and this comes from chapter nine of the book. I want to start today's episode by reading to you the therapist thought from this chapter, and this came from a dear friend and colleague of mine, Dr. Shannon Crawford, one of the smartest, but also just spirit-led amazing women I ever had the privilege of sitting under when I was in grad school. And here is what she said. The diet industry puts a lot of effort into trying to help people change their habits through willpower and behavioral modifications. This top-down approach can be helpful for some people, but many people end up disillusioned, chasing one fad after another, because behavior modification alone is like trimming the top of a weed without getting all the roots. In contrast, a bottom-up approach addresses the root issues below the surface. With this approach, we switch directions, stop, take a deep breath, and invite God to show us His view of our bodies to make space for behaviors that come from our Creator's core beliefs. I honestly felt like what she had to say here summed up my heart for image restored. I am all for going after the root. And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast or if you've read my book, you are too. You are one of those people who are disillusioned, maybe by those fad diets, but also, again, you know, I I told you this series is, yes, we are talking about body, but we're also talking about life. And this topic of behavior modification applies to so many areas of our life. Take your pick of area. We see this all the time. And we all are wired this way, I think for multiple reasons. One, yeah, it's what we've learned. It's what culture teaches. It's where the money is. Let's be real for a second. 
There's a whole lot more money to be made if I were to sit here and tell you, sell you something that promised you really quick results versus what I'm selling is the hard way. I am selling, hey, let's do counseling. Oh, why don't you read my book that's going to take a very deep dive and it's going to require that you sit with some things maybe you haven't ever sat with or you've tried to stuff. It is not the easy way. I am here to recognize that. I'm also here to say that if you are a reader and you feel discouraged because you're going, man, I've only made it through a couple chapters, that is okay. You take all the time you need to read my book. I know you would, there are very few authors out there who will tell you that, but I'm telling it to you. And it's because I would rather it took you a whole year to read this book, one chapter a month. I mean, actually, if you did one chapter a month of my book, it'd take you a year and a half. Hopefully you'll complete it sooner than a year and a half. But here's why. I'm not after behavior modification. I'm after the root. And sometimes pulling up roots, it takes time. And it's going to take being slow and methodical and doing some deep work. So give yourself some grace to go slow. It's actually a quite beautiful thing when you go deep and you get to those deep roots because then the change that comes is actually lasting and you don't have to run to the next fad of a thing. So here are some questions that I get asked often. Um, about body image, we're just going to use this as an example since, you know, that is what my book's about. They're not limited to this, but here are a few of the common questions I feel like I've been asked. What's a healthy weight for my body type? Is it okay to weigh myself daily? Should I count calories or carbohydrates? Do I really need to exercise every day? What do you consider over-exercising? Okay. These questions along with even more intimate ones, have one thing in common, behavior. And here is my question back to these women who are asking, and I'm asking you this today. What is that behavior providing for you? And let's take it a little deeper, as I like to do. Is my behavior driven by faith or fear? One of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible, I know, I feel like we all say this a lot, but I really mean this. And honestly, I kind of would like to write a book on it one day. I'm not sure if there's enough content in here for a book, but maybe we can make that happen. And it's Hebrews 11. The phrase by faith is repeated more than 20 times in just one chapter. And the chapter starts, if, by the way, if you haven't read it in a while or you've never read it, please let that be something you do this week. I always want to draw you back to the Word of God, back to Jesus. Don't just, you know, hear me talk about it. Go back and read it yourself, please. Um, that's Hebrews 11. But the chapter starts by describing faith. It says this, the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, set them above the crowd. I will tell you that is from the message version. If you are going back to look at it and reference it, their faith is what set them above the crowd. How many of us are trying to 
be set above the crowd. And honestly, a lot of times our behaviors are even a little bit driven by wanting to be set above the crowd. I have good news. Do you know how they did it? By faith. It was their faith that distinguished them. And I don't know about you, but when I leave this earth and I go to my forever home in heaven, I want to be known as that. I want that to be my lineage, my heritage, when people talk about me, when they think about me, when my kids and grandkids bring up stories of grandma, I want them to go, she was such a faith-filled woman. And she didn't just talk about faith, like she actually did it. And yeah, she was led by faith, not fear. Let's really quickly, I do want you to go read Hebrews 11, but briefly, I just want to share a couple of those by faith moments that were noted here. By faith, we understand the universe was formed at God's command. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, he built an ark to save his family. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going. That was a word for somebody. God's calling you out and into a new season, and you may not even know where you're going. All you know is God's saying, go. And I want you to be encouraged by Abraham. Let me say that again. When called to a place, he would later receive as his inheritance. So many of us are raising our hands. We're praying. We're begging, Lord, I want my inheritance. I want these promises of God. We're naming it and claiming it. We're doing all these things. But we're not stepping out in faith. Do you notice that Abraham was called to a place he would later receive as his inheritance? He obeyed and he went, even though he did not know where he was going. That is what I would call him taking a behavior an action that was driven by faith, not by fear. Notice the verse didn't say, out of fear, Abraham was afraid that if he stayed, he was, you know, gonna get taken over by the giants. And so he left. Like, no, by faith, he went and did that. Same thing with Noah. It wasn't by fear that he did it. Like, oh no, if I don't do this, like, oh, no, it was just a by faith. And so my friends, that is what I want to encourage you. And that's what I feel like God's saying he'd like to restore when it comes to behavior. Because I want to be clear, behaviors are not all bad. And I discussed this in the book, so I'm not going to dive into it here on this little short podcast, but behaviors are a good thing. Like we need to go do things and, and be, and like there's all kinds of behaviors in and of themselves, I guess, unless it's a a toxic behavior, that's bad. But some of these behaviors we're talking about, like exercise, for example, or eating whole foods, or, you know, wanting to make a living for for your family, or going out and doing ministry-related things, like whatever the behavior is, these all can be really great things, but only when they're from a place of faith. We get into really tricky territory when we take a behavior that could have been a great thing and something that blessed us and others, and we do it out of fear. For example, out of fear, I exercise because, oh no, if I don't, am I going to gain all this weight because I had that cookie? Or you get the point here, right? And I know I have spent years being driven by fear, especially around my body, but honestly, 
other areas too, the fear of man. What are people going to think of me? And, you know, not wanting to step out in faith like Abraham and Noah did because you're too afraid of what people are going to say. I'm I'm just here to say on these two guys, especially people were talking about them. <laughs> they were gossiping about them. They were like, they have lost it. They were getting a lot of heat. You got to stop and consider that. But by faith, they kept their eyes ahead of them and they knew God had told them to do something. So even when people started judging and gossiping and pointing fingers and making fun and trying to get them to doubt that they heard God, they put their earplugs in (laughs) and they kept moving forward. Because I don't know if you've experienced this, but I know firsthand that by faith behaviors are the only type of behaviors that are life-giving, that are empowered by the Lord, that are exciting, and while they're hard, absolutely, but they're the only type of behaviors you can keep your eyes down on your own paper and just keep moving forward. I feel like that's the story of my life when it comes to ministry-related things and, and you know different things like the book and my podcast and counseling and all that stuff. But if you're doing things out of fear, fear of what people think of you, fear of what you might lose, fear of what you might miss out on, if you're motivated by fear, your eyes are nowhere near your own lane. They're bouncing all over the place and they're listening to every opinion that ever comes out. And one person has this opinion and, oh no, now I don't know, maybe I should swing over here. And the voices are loud. The anxiety is high. The pressure is on. And I'm here to tell you, you can step out and by faith behaviors and it be a blessed and beautiful and empowering thing. And I want that for you. So let's process. So before you make any decisions about maybe food, exercise, body image, or as I mentioned, any other behavior in your life, I want you to ask a couple of these questions. And they are in today's show notes, but you can also, if you own a copy of Image Restored, they're also listed in chapter nine. You can grab them there too. All right, here we go. Does this behavior glorify God? Is there sin in this behavior? Are there any unhealthy thoughts or motives directing this behavior? Do I hide this behavior? Is this behavior something I want to pass on to the next generation? And back to the question I said a little bit ago, is this behavior driven by faith or fear? All right. Those are just some simple questions. And I do want to just draw your attention back to the one I asked about. Do I have to hide this behavior? Any behavior we have to hide or we can't talk about, we know that's not from God. All right. So that would be the type of behavior that you go, I need to let somebody in to this. I need to talk to a friend, a family member, a counselor, a pastor, somebody. If you have a behavior that you feel like I have to keep this hidden, if anybody found out about it, I'd be really embarrassed. I'd be mortified, whatever. That Those types of behaviors definitely aren't from God, probably definitely driven by fear, but even you know some unresolved things in your life and heart. So get some help for those types of behaviors for sure. Let me pray over you. Father, I thank you for every single person who is sitting under the sound of my voice. I thank you for technology that I'm able to come connect and sit here in my office and just have this conversation. Just thank you for that, Lord. You're so good. And Lord, I thank you that you are always coming after the root 
problem in our lives and um because you want to restore like you you love us too much to let us live with weeds in our heart and our life so thank you for just uprooting the whole source of it and i pray that over every listener today on this topic of behaviors but honestly just over their life just restoration anything that needs to be uprooted that you would just show that to them and uproot it lord we commit and dedicate our lives to you and our especially our behaviors to you Would you highlight to all of us, myself included, if there are any behaviors in our life that are being driven by fear rather than faith? We want to be women and men of God who are known for our faith-filled hearts and behaviors and that when people see us, they are drawn to you in us. Holy Spirit, empower us to make those kinds of decisions. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Well, as far as resources for today's episode, as I mentioned, go to rachelgilbert.com forward slash quiz and take that quiz about learning to listen to your body. And then, of course, get a copy of Image Restored. If you haven't already, you can learn more at imagerestoredbook.com. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode, and I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel. Rachel.